Welcome to the 32nd episode of Let's Conquer Books. Nassim Taleb in his book Fooled by Randomness said, People overvalue their knowledge and underestimate the probability of their being wrong. In this episode, I talk about the book The Third Door by Alex Bananian that teaches, Take massive risk. You will fail. You will feel disappointment. You will make difficult life-changing decisions. You must be fearless and you must persevere and persist. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Alexander, the great reader, and this is a podcast where we read, study lessons, and build our inner power, because the next level we will reach does not tolerate cowards. This book I'm talking about today, to me, is the best book I've read in 2018, and is one of the best books I've ever read. It's called The Third Door by Alex Bananian. I heard an interview on a podcast called Impact Theory by Tom Bilyeu. He owns the Quest Nutrition, those bars company, and he has a really good podcast called Impact Theory. And I love the interview. And Tom Bilyeu talked highly of this guy. And he said it's one of the best books he's read. I take his comment seriously. So I was like, wow, I can't believe he said that. I got to read this book. So the theory about this book, The Third Door, he introduces it as like a nightclub when there's different ways to get into the nightclub. There's the first door, which is the main entrance, where 99% of the people wait in line hoping to get in. There's the second door, the VIP entrance, where billionaires and celebrities slip through. Now, he found out through his journey writing this book that there's a third door. It's the entrance where you have to jump out of the line, run down the alley, bang on the door a hundred times, crack open the window, sneak through the kitchen, because there's always a way. I'm going to talk a little about what I liked from this book. It all started with a story that he was on Price is Right. So the night before he went on Price is Right, he had to study. So he had to make a choice of either studying or, or going on Price is Right. And he said, you know what? I need money. I'm going to study the Price is Right. So he studied a lot on how to get picked to be on there and be a contestant. So he went to the Price is Right and he knew that he had to talk to certain people and they would check them off on the list. So he kept persisting and bothering and because he knew that the producers were the ones who were going to pick the people who would be the contestants and he was able to influence them to pick him he got selected so he started talking around to people in the audience that watched the game more than him and it gave him strategies so when he did have to go up he knew what he was doing up there and he ended up winning the whole thing and won a boat And with that boat, he sold it, and the money was enough to fund this dream he had of writing a book. And that story of how he got the money to fund the book was 
throughout the book always something that successful people admired about him that he went and did that and they all laughed and they're like oh wow that's such a great story and they would tell each other wow come over here and hear this kid's story so that was actually an important moment to open a lot of doors for him because it just displayed the entrepreneurship in him the risk taker in him tim ferris is part of this book I like Tim Ferriss a lot. He's an author and he also has a good podcast. It's Tim Ferriss podcast. And he wanted to interview him because the four hour work week influenced him a lot. So he he kept emailing Tim a lot and it aggravated him. And he kind of suggests this in the book that you reach out to famous people and you do it consistently and persistently. But he just went overboard. He emailed him so much because he thought, you know, that's what Tim would do. So he ended up getting a meeting just because out of a relationship that Alex had. And the first thing he gave him advice is how to email. He's like, you crossed the line. There's a line and you crossed it. And he gave him a template of how to email people that you don't know. Like they call it cold emails. And he also told him to volunteer in prominent organizations. So he went and volunteered in something called the Summit Series and met someone called Elliot. And Elliot was someone that introduced him to a lot of people he was able to interview, like Maya Angelou, Larry King, all these famous people that he was able to interview. Elliot was a key part of that. He also was offered a job by Elliot because he liked the kid so much. The next story is the Warren Buffett story. I like this one a lot. There's a lot of up and down in this story because there was someone he met through Elliot that told him that he knew Warren Buffett and that he was going to help him get that interview. So he kept reaching out to him a lot, bothering the assistant a lot. There's a lot of funny stories about how he was bothering her. And she just got annoyed with him and said, please stop. She did promise him tickets to go to the annual Berkshire Hathaway meeting. There, he said, you know, I got an opportunity to ask Warren Buffett questions because they have a Q&A at this meeting. And he went around asking the people who hold the microphone how to get picked because it was a lottery and they told them the easiest way is up top because a lot of people up top don't put themselves in the lottery so they had a better chance if they went upstairs so him and his friends all went and wrote their names in different sections all the way in the top and they ended up all getting an opportunity to ask questions And a lot of the questions, unfortunately, either Warren found them amusing, made fun of them, or really didn't think there was no value in that question and just kind of brushed them off. So it felt like a failure because he really didn't get nothing out of that. The Bill Gill story is in and out of the book. It's his most important interview. He bases the whole interview with Bill Gates around the book because he has to get a list, a prominent list of a lot of 
prominent people, famous people, successful people to say, hey, Bill Gates, look at all these people are in his book. I think you should be on this book too. His chief of staff kind of agrees, says, okay, your list looks good. If you get all those people on your list, we'll do the interview. He goes and gets all those people on his list, and he still, chief of staff said no. He kept bothering and bothering until his chief of staff says, okay, you can jump in the car with me to go to the airport and we'll have a meeting. For some reason, he was in a trailer and the founder of TED Talk gets in there and starts giving all this amazing advice. He's loving it, but he's like, oh my God, I got to go. I'm going to miss this ride. And he had to make that decision to leave that awesome moment to go create another awesome moment because he had a vision. And then he goes in that meeting and nails the deal. And now he, he went and interviewed Bill Gates. The Lady Gaga story is a good one, too. Another friend connected him. And she had to give a speech the next day. And that's what they were talking about. And she was really frustrated with the labels that they thought the direction she was going was not Lady Gaga. And she was reading a lot about her, her life, so he can interview your, her. And he felt that what they were saying was wrong. That the Lady Gaga that they're seeing now is the real Lady Gaga who's against the traditions, the normal, and she's always trying to go the opposite way and they're not understanding that so this whole spiel she gives lady gaga she's wow you know what you're right can you write all that down for me and she uses it for the speech she had and it was a hit people loved it she loved it amazing story because she ended up he ended up writing the speech for lady gaga inspiring lady gaga the last story i liked was about tony shea He's the founder and CEO of Zappos, the online shoe company. And I guess he was in a restaurant and he was going around and he went up to Alex and he was like, hey, ask me for anything now. Your wish is granted. And he was like, well, let me be a CEO of Zappos for a day. And he, even, he was blown back like, whoa, okay. He said, okay. And he went down. He was actually CEO for two days. He actually sat in all those meetings and allowed Alex to participate in those meetings and I remember an employee was kind of jealous and asked him how'd you do this because I've never seen someone do this who works here and I've never seen a, an opportunity anywhere being promoted to come and be a CEO day so he asked Tony at the end like hey why isn't anybody in your company done what I've done and he goes because no one's asked Powerful, powerful lesson there because you never know what you're going to get unless you ask. So the lessons of that I learned from this book was that you need to take massive risk. So he skipped studying because there's a lot of backstory there that is parents are not rich people and they sacrificed a lot of their life. So he's able to go to college and be a professional. And now he's telling them he wasn't, doesn't want to go to college and he's pursuing his dream of writing a book. So he took the risk of not completing school, going to this price of writing, going on that journey. Elliot, the guy he met from the Summit series, offered him a job that paid him a lot. A great opportunity of someone who's an insider in the world of success 
full people and he's going to be his right-hand man. And he declined that because his dream, his vision was the third door, that, that book. And he decided to pursue that instead. He took the risk. And he took the risk of going on a journey of writing this book with no guarantees from Bill Gates doing the interview. And he went and did that. The next lesson is you will fail. He never got the interview with Warren Buffett and he put a lot of time and effort into it. He even went through a time where he wasn't even trying to do nothing else but get that interview with Warren Buffett. Another lesson is you will feel disappointment. Bill Gates kept saying no to him, even though he was getting all these interviews, doing everything he told him he needed to do. He felt disappointed when Tim Ferriss humbles him in that interview where he's frustrated with Alex. And he's like, you keep emailing me too much. A big disappointment is early on he was able to speak to Steven Spielberg and he convinces him for an interview. Spielberg gives him his card and he says, reach out to my assistant. And for some reason, someone with a lot of power at the college he's going to saw that and took away the card, apologized to Spielberg and told Alex, you're not supposed to get any networking here done with Steven Spielberg. The next lesson is you will make difficult life changing decisions. He ended up quitting school. That's a difficult decision. And he actually promised his grandma that he was going to finish school, which he ended up having to apologize at the end for kind of, he knew he wasn't, and he just told her that so he can go in and pursue his dreams. He had to go on trips far away from people who he didn't even know. That's difficult. He didn't know most of these people like Ellie and, and, and other successful people who were inviting him to come over here, hang out, I'll introduce you to these people, and he was like, okay, let's go. Another lesson is you must be fearless. It was pretty fearless to go in a Price is Right with not really watching that show and going on there with the hopes to win it all so you can pursue your dreams. He went to Berkshire and Hathaway. A lot of big investors go there. It's a hard ticket to get. And he went there and he asked questions to Warren Buffett. That's fearless. He would ask all these famous people to connect them with people they knew. He was never like, Oh, I'm not going to ask. He was always asking and asking these famous people. That's fearless. And lastly, the last lesson is you must persevere and persist. Persist. He kept asking Bill Gates. He kept denying. And he kept asking. Kept achieving more things. He kept asking. Until he found a way to meet with his chief of staff on a ride to the airport. And that's what got him. And he kept looking for interviews, even though the majority of people were saying no. All he did was call, call, email, call, email, ask people. And majority, 95% of the people were saying no. But he kept persisting. So the action for this episode is, if you're young, maybe high school, entering college or leaving college, you know, read this book for inspiration and motivation. Because it's going to tell you about the roller coaster ride of entrepreneurship, of chasing your dreams. You're going to hear, like I said, all those failures, all those, the ways he was fearless, how he had to persist, 
how he felt disappointment. You need to know that because that's going to be part of your journey, guaranteed. And if you're a little older like myself, I have two kids, I'm married. It's very difficult to pursue a dream the way Alex did it with those variables. I'm not saying you can't, but you're going to put a lot of pressure on your family if you're not going to work or if you're not going to be spend a lot of time with them because you're pursuing these other things. So read it so you can recommend it to people, you young people you know that are in high school, that are in college, that are leaving college, or maybe still young with no responsibilities like kids and mortgages and loans and things like that. You can recommend them this book to give them a, I would say, a real life view and perspective of what it takes to go after your dreams. Now, we, the podcast is at over 2,000 plays and downloads. Thank you for that, listeners. The reading challenge is at 125 books out of 140. Amazing. I'm going to pass 140. And let's connect. I'm usually on Instagram. Spend very little time on Twitter and Facebook. The links are in the description. And please reach out to me. I'm looking for guests to interview that are readers, that are authors, that are publishers, anything in the book industry, book genre, bookish like they say. And we'll catch you on the next one. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or any other podcasting platform so you don't miss the next episode where I talk about the code of an extraordinary reading mind.